Blog Talk Radio.
Mayat Hotel, Grand Rising, and Better Love. You are listening to the drumming that we do every Sunday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we do have a guest today, but uh, before I bring the guest on, I see Elder Ray is with us here. So let's see. Uh, how are you doing, Elder Ray? Are you there? Okay, hold hold on. All right, let me um, put on something here. I got my guest calling me. Hold on. Alrighty, I'm back. Uh, okay, uh, Elder Ray, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can okay. you hear me? Thanks. Yes, we can. We can hear you. Uh, tell us what what are you doing with the uh, movement? Well, you know we tell us about the movement. The, yes, we're doing the drum call in an attempt to wake the people. Uh, to begin to act and to change the conditions that we are facing uh, with the understanding that um, it is clear that uh, we are under attack as a people and with the understanding that our ancestors used the drum to communicate with one another and they also used that drum to communicate with God and understanding that the drum is the drum beat is the heartbeat of humanity. We thought that if we would begin to drum in a synchronized manner, uh, that we would be able to reach the heavens and to reach the creator of the universe, the giver and sustainer of all life, and to offer our prayers to seek my face, a turn from your wicked ways. I'll hear your cry and I'll heal your land. Some of us believe that and we're doing just that too reach out in prayer to address, send your warring angels here to address these 
demons that we're dealing with who are destroying the planet. You know, one came to kill, steal, and destroy, and that's what they do. And they're killing and they're stealing and destroying everything they come in contact with. So we thought that the, the drum call would, would wake people. Uh, we started it in February of 2020. And today in, in uh, April of 2023, it's around the world. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time worldwide. Uh, there are people who are drumming and praying in their own way, in their own uh, religion, however they pray for divine intervention to stop the killing, you know, the attack of mankind with the chemtrails, the spraying and the, the poisoning of our water, the poisoning of our food, uh, the poisoning of our air. And um, we just believe that uh, if we come together and and, and uh, reach out to the creator, that things will change. And they are changing, I should say, because uh, things are happening all over the planet where people are beginning to come together to put a stop to this murderous um, a group of people who are running, who are attempting to run this new world order. So that's what we're doing. And we're yeah. asking uh, you know, people to chime in. And I thank you so much, Bear, for the drum, the drum call, and uh, it's so significant. And uh, the people should, uh, you know, chime into this and, and offer up your prayer and offer your power, because we are powerful people. We just haven't used our power properly. So now we're trying to, we are putting it together to use it properly and change conditions. Yes, that's what we're doing. So. Um... And we thank you, uh, Elder Ray, for bringing this to uh, our attention. And so we've been doing the drum beats uh, about a year now. So, yes. Uh, and I do see a lot of people are awakening, and and we are making change, even though it might not be televised. But we are uh, pushing back, and there is change that is going on here. So, uh, I see it. And uh, I do have another guest here just joining us. We're at the mound table. And so if you have any questions or comments, you are welcome to join us also. All right. We can have I, uh, Kaya, Kaya. Oh, wait a minute. Go ahead, Dr. Elder Ray, before I bring Kaya on. Go ahead. Yeah, let me just say this, and it's very important. As a result of the drum okay. call, we started the People's Grassroots Assembly, which is a come okay. together of those of us who uh, are left left out and locked out. So we're turning to each other, not on each other. We're working together to, to change those conditions in our community. And by supporting the People's Grassroots Assembly, we will become the balance of power in their electoral system, but we'll have our own electoral system where we elect from among us who is going to represent us. Now, we know we've put selected and we put people in, in office in their system, but the fact of the matter is they have not represented our people. As a result of that, we are still the last hired, first fired. We're still the left out, locked out, and we still now, uh, once this immigration has started, we're still locked out and left out and put in the back of the line, but we're going to change that. We're coming to the front. This is our land. We are the original. We are the first man and first woman, and we're not going to tolerate this anymore. And it's time to do this. So that I just needed to say that. Yes, yes, and that is so true. That is really true. Uh, and thank you, uh, Elder Ray, for putting this uh, grassroots 
assembly together. Uh, is is there any way that you want anyone to contact you if they want to join it, or how how do you want it? That how do, what do you want the people to do? Yes, well, if they would contact us, uh, they can contact us at at my number until we get another number. We're working on that as we speak, uh, and I'm pretty sure that number is going to be uh, a familiar one. And I hope that when we put this whole thing together. Uh, You'll be able to call different places uh, in the country. Uh, you got you can call Detroit, mm-hmm. you can call Chicago, you can call Los Angeles. Um, uh, by the way, we have a, a, a young lady who's running for Senate in Los Angeles uh, with the support mm-hmm. of the Grassroots Assembly, um, and uh, maybe she you should have her on your program one time. Uh, she's her name is Gloria yeah. Zervine. Yes, and she's running yeah, for Senate so, uh, in. The- yeah, what's her name again? We're familiar with her. She's been on before, but we're going to bring her on. Uh, and what's okay. her name again? Uh, Gloria. What's her name again? Uh, Gloria Zervine. Mm-hmm. That's the Z like zebra. U U R V E E N. Gloria Zervine. All right. And I think you'll enjoy her conversation. Okay. I know I have. It's fantastic. Oh, yes. yes. Yes, and I mean that's that's what we need. So she's on fire too, and yes. she don't. Uh, and we can support not this from afraid. around the country. Yeah, See, we can exactly. support our candidates from around the world, around the country. Everybody, anybody can support this. We all gave a dollar. Mm-hmm. We didn't have enough to do anything we want to do, so we can, you know, we exactly. can do this thing. We can put them all in right. office and stand stand up and stand up with them and behind them. Mm-hmm. The system hands off. True, that's true. Uh, Kaya, are you with us? Hey, how are you? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Thanks for joining us awesome, today. Awesome. Thank you for having uh, me. T- Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's always, it's always a pleasure. Tell us what's going on in the uh, astrology world or numerology world. Where are we headed? What's going Um, on here? (laughs) So we are headed in um, some great times. I mean, we in it now. We living it. We breathing it. We've got Pluto right now. This one's so Aquarius at zero degrees. So when there's a planet or um, even going through the transit like Mars, Mercury, even the moon, Mars, Mercury, Jupiter, Saturn, whatever it is, when it goes to zero degrees, that means zero means everything is in and everything is out. And the movie called The Hidden Figure, you know, she called, I, this is what I'm putting in together in my own mind, my own concept. So it, it, I call this also, too, the go, no-go zone, right? Where you can go, go test drive a car and see if you want it. You know what I'm saying? Go, check, so go test drive something and see how it would feel, kind of feedback you would get, so you can see if something, something that you want to do. So right now you have an opportunity to sit in on something, to do a test drive on something, or build something, create something, and put it to the test and see how it will go while you have Pluto and zero degrees um, Aquarius until it goes, it's not going to go into one degree, not until next year. So when it goes retrograde sometime, I think it's late May, 
It's going to go retrograde, but going back to the 29 degrees. Zero and 29 degrees is going to be taking you back to um, like a revisit. So now you're going to go back, go back to the retrograde fast, right? Like a duck. like Aaliyah said, back, back, forth, and forth. And uh, another friend sent me, well, Eric sent me a video, well, another song by Cameo, back, back, forth, and forth. So, yeah, when retrogrades come up, that's exactly what we're doing. We're going back and back and forth and forth so you can learn the lessons, learn whatever that you had to do when you was in direct motion. You didn't see all the details there. But when it goes retrograde, you're like, what's in there? Hold on. I didn't know that was right there. I didn't know she was right there. I didn't know when you go back and play that movie, you're like, wow, I didn't see that. But now you see it. Now you get to see things, revisit, revamp, revive, recommit. You know, it's a lot of re, 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 doing back and forth energy. So this is where we're at right now in the universe. Well, Pluto and Aquarius. Of course, it's more about group forms and getting through your tribe. Right now, we're in a universal in the morology, 2023 20, plus 2 is 4, 4 plus 3 is 7. So you're going to add that up. We're in a 7-universal year. So 7 is about, of course, resting, but it's about going down the rabbit hole. I mean, let's go down the beaver hole and get to them branches, right? It's like it's like going through the origins of your mama, your mother's mother, mother's mother's mother, father's father, father's father. You're going back down the origins and stuff and trying to find out. And seven energy is a why. So people are going to be asking a lot of questions this year about what is going on with this and what's that, what's this going on. So it's going to be a great time. You got you to gotta be in class. Now, you in the front, the middle, or the back of the class. Does everybody serve their part? Maybe you can't see so far, so you may see the board, so you got to sit in the middle or sit in the back. Whatever you do, you are in session. The class is in session right now. We we in takeoff mode, and then yeah. about to be off, and the minute about to be really off in the air, <laughs> flying on and take off. <laughs> next month, the whole flip by crew. You know how your your grandma would get on the phone and call and call her and tell what she said, and your dad says this this this. Man, next month in right. May, it's gonna be a lot of talking. But see, you know what's good about talking is this: when people start to talk, don't you say that energy comes about, right? So if somebody said this, like, say, like, what you've been doing on your show, that, you know, talking about when uh, Myron mm-hmm. Rice is on there, like, what did she say? I'm teaching you how to be free, okay? So if you don't want to sit here and learn, so once you find out that it works for you, you're going to start telling your friends and your sisters and your brothers and da 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 And that's how this energy is about to be. It's about to be a word of mouth, spread like wildfires, spread like hurricanes yeah. and tornadoes and waterfalls, whatever. This is how it's about to be. Because now the energy is cooking up, it's brewing up right now. When they get to the top, they gonna put their hands on like, wait a minute, we can we can flood it with this. We gotta do something about this freedom here. <laughs> we gotta give it to them because they own it. And then right. you guys talking about music. I'm just going off the track a little bit, but you were talking about music earlier and about the drums. And um, I was just telling a friend of mine like, if we can really get into some deep meditation and let that music channel you back to, like you said, I think one of y'all said ancient origins or something. It would take you back to some origins of your life that you didn't even think that was really possible. See, music now is like a, um, you're drinking a Jim Jones Kool-Aid, right? It's, it's, you just, you're just dying slowly with the music. But if you put on some real, go to the church, get some harp, and get some piano going, get the people singing and stuff, it's a different feeling, and it's a different kind of tone, and it's a different, it's a different dialect and the music. Like, 
I think we as people, that's why we music is so popular because we used to sing our way through things. When we know that victory was coming on, something was coming on, we sung our way through something. So I'm seeing it as music. This is my own personal. I heard music playing in the background. Then I heard my children talking. And what I was hearing was this. I was hearing a different dialect. Like, wait a minute, hold on. I mean, something that was way, way, way down there, but we way, way, way up here because we didn't been polluted and, you know, we got so far away from our origins that we've been colonized in America that this is where we're on now. We're on this plane. We're on their plane. We're not even on our plane anymore. So I was hearing music. But I was hearing in a different dialect. I was hearing in a different tone, and they were singing. Even my kids, they were talking, they were singing. I'm like, what is going on here? But maybe that was for me to hear, me to understand, but I think it's something that we all can maybe sit in meditation. It may take you a few times to get this or get us deep or whatever, but I think that's one way that we can, like, go back into some ancient orgs and find out who we are or just some past times of yourself. Um, or whatnot, but y'all brought up the number of drums and stuff, so that's why I was thinking about when y'all mentioned drums and music because music is a big part of our life. We sing it. I mean, you could just be walking around your house and you just start busting loose with a song. Why is that? And what kind of melody is that song? Is it an A note, C note, B note, F note, whatever note, right? It's each person singing a different kind of note. So maybe that's something that you are connected to, something that you like, but really you hearing it one way, but in the background, it's a totally different way. Right. So that's why and it's frequency. Like yeah. And, 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 you know, and it really affects us, too. Now, you do the numbers. Uh, can you do grassroots assembly and see what number that come in, come out to be? Can you do grassroots or just grassroots assembly? Grassroot assembly. That's the whole name of the of Okay. So we what energy is. Mhm. Go ahead. Now is that R O T S or just P? Is that root yes. with the S on it? Yes. With the S? Okay. Grassroot assembly. Right, let me put these words together. See me, I like to do two systems. I like to do um staggering and the Chaldean because the Chaldean system is the inner version of you. Like we have an internal and an external. And the outer and the outer one is the Pythagorean where people in the world, like people may know Beverly as Beverly because she's out here doing radio, but, but do you know Beverly on the internal side? Like your mama and your sisters and your brothers may, may know you more so on the inside than the people who out here listening to you on the radio or who see you in the, in the streets or whatever, see when you um on your daily aspects, they see they see the outer you. They don't see the inner you. This my break this out. Grassroots assembly. All right. And um. You are listening to Kaya French, and she's a numerologist slash astrology. And um, 
in a minute, she'll give you where you can contact her. And we have El Ray on the phone also with the grassroots assembly. And if you are interested in joining and participating into the grassroots assembly, you can uh, contact El Ray at 786-389-3274. Just like uh, Sister Kaya say, it's going to be word of mouth. That's just everybody connecting. You know, that's, how it that's, what has, that's what has grown the, the, the grassroots assembly because it's been all word of mouth. Um, mm-hmm. No advertisement, just each one call one. This is our fight. This is our battle. And this is how we choose to do it. Yeah. And nobody is going to fight it for us. We have to fight it ourselves. Care of it ourselves. And this is how we did, how we did things before the technology. It was word of mouth. Word of mouth is very powerful. It's like, um, well, you know, like uh, what do you call that? A wildfire. Once it gets started, <laughs> and once it gets to move, and it moves fast, it gets that's there. Great. That's, I didn't, I didn't think of it like that, but you're absolutely right. <laughs> mhm, mhm. That's what, and that's what we're dealing with. So we got to come with some fire, with some energy. And that's power. Okay, so on the um. Okay. On the on the Chaldean side of it, it adds up to a fifty-seven. So five plus okay. seven, right? It's twelve. So in the numerology, you have to break it down. Something called a static system, like you do fraction, you have to break it down to the uh, common denominator, right? So you got to break it down to the common denominator of these numbers. So five plus seven is a is a, is a denominator of the number three, because five plus seven is twelve. One plus two is three. So it tells me that this is a um, the person who may start it would be a Leo, a Sagittarius, or or Aries. Mind away Pisces, because Pisces is also in this too, Pisces as well. Born on the 3rd, the 12th, the 21st, and the 30th of the month. And the mind away could be also born on the 7th, the 16th, the 25th, because 3s and 7s are like um, best friends, their best friends. And then also the 6th and the 9 will follow with the 3, because that's how they, that's how they roll. Six and nines and threes are immutable numbers. So on the lesser side, this might be born on the 6th, the 15th, and 24th, or the 9th, the 18th, and 27th. And, of course, three deals with, of course, some form of communication, right? Some form of legal, mm-hmm. legal advice as well, too, or legal entanglements. Not bad entanglement, but just legal, right? Um, and deals with the community. So you, the way that you do this is going out in your community doing the footwork, <laughs> Like we did back in the day, we went to, like, the Jehovah's. They go to your house, right, and knock on your door. So this is how you got to do it. You got to go to the community. First, you know, get through the children, the elderly, the men. You got to get through them all, all race. It doesn't matter. And it may be someone foreign or knowing or, um, or reading about foreign laws or foreign languages or people who speak may foreign or maybe foreigners who will also help help you with this investment or it can be investment through the government funding. If you want it that way, you can because three energy is a government number as well too. And this is, can be also on the spiritual side. 
and it can be on the um, emotional side where people, you know, when I say emotional, it's just an awakening within the emotional state of the heart. Um, mm-hmm. So that's pretty much not everything, but that's about it, but that mm-hmm. number. But the five mm-hmm. and the seven, five is communication, so um, that's more like Virgo kind of energy. The five is more like Virgo, so you're doing all your paperwork, you're analyzing, um, you're reading. A lot of reading goes on in this, or a lot of reading took to get you to open this part we part because it took for the knowledge to get here so you can share and spread it across. And then the seven was like, oh, we going in. Right. <laughs> ain't no turning. Ain't no going back. <laughs> we either in it or we out. So the three energy, it's like fire energy, too, like we're saying wildfire. It's a fire energy, and this is how things will get started. So the best season that will be great for this is March and December because it's a three energy. March and December when things get really escalated around a particular time, and it's late February going into March and late November going into December. Now, the months of June and June and September may go through a little um, new phases of it or like a title run. I call it a title run when you see things are being tested into the waters and see kind of feedback that you will get back from the community to see if they like it. And those who come to you, you know, that's who is going to be your customers or your clients or your students or your class. So this will also be in some, if there's a schooling involved with this, if there's a teacher involved, this can be also like you have a, uh, it can, it'll have to be a group, but it can be somebody uh, who has very high authority in something or very high knowledge of something they can help people with and open their eyes on something new and different with that energy, 57. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's, that that sounds like it's a hitting on it, right? Yeah, well, you know, it's a clarion call to our people um, for everybody to join in. Bring your bring your expertise and your commitment uh, to change. Uh, and it takes uh-huh. commitment, it takes expertise, um, and it takes understanding. Um, because most people have no idea. We've been miseducated, lied to, and, you know, uh, turned inside out. As a matter of fact, we don't know who we are. So we've got to learn, and no one of us knows it all, and no one of us can do it all. So it's a clarion call mm-hmm. to all of us. We've got some expertise, and we need you here. We need to build this people's grassroots assembly so that we can bring our people out of this misery. And we are in misery. Some folks think, oh, no, you're there because you don't want to work. That's what they think some people do. But uh, we know that's not true. So thank you. I appreciate this. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. And you know what, too? Um, you know, once this gets, once this business get really off the running, so I'm not for sure if you started this some years ago or just recently. Uh, and, you know, that's the thing, too. Whenever you start a business, it's just like your birthday. You got a life path number. You got pinnacles. You got certain highs and lows, like the bear and bull market. You got certain peaks that is going to go down for a minute. And a dial means just to really get in and just do the work and study and, and, and see what's going on. What Look at what happened in the last prior month so you can see if it's an incline or decline or if you need more information here or whatever, or you need to tweak it a little bit. So we, 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 we all have those moments in our lives and in our business as well, too. And so when you get, uh, you know, much more farther in it, this can be where it can be. It's going to travel because the three is, and three is a number that's going to travel all across foreign land and everywhere. It's going to get there. So if you do classes or do uh, study abroad trips or stuff like that, 
you know, that could be something included down the road in this company. Well, that's all confirmation of what of what we are seeing, because it is. I'm on the phone this morning with my uh, uh, friends out in in Cote d'Ivoire, West Africa, and uh, Nigeria, and they're beginning to call and play all over the world at three o- three o'clock Eastern Standard Time, uh, all over the world. At three o'clock. Yeah, everyone is, and it's all word of mouth. You know, uh, so oh, you're absolutely you. right. Um, but let me ask you a question because. Um, we didn't think of it as a business. It's a movement. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a movement. And I, for one, have I've been out here a long time doing this kind of work, and I refuse to become a part of the corporate structure of this country um, uh, because of what it does, uh, because of what it doesn't do, you know, and uh, because of how it treats the least of these, my brethren, uh, how it makes the rich richer and the poor poorer. Um, instead of sharing the wealth of the land with the people. So that's one of the reasons that we chose to go the route we're going. And like you said, it is spreading and it's working. Um, and we may not understand oh, yeah. all of it, but it is definitely working, and we are coming up and we're coming up out of it. And it don't have to be like an LLC thing. You know, there's various types of ways that you can do your um, your program, your business, whatever you want to call it, whatever, you know, category you want to put it in, uh, it can also be a ministry, <laughs> like the churches, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They can't touch that, mm-hmm. can they? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Thank you for that one. You're absolutely right. Yes. That, yes. We do have a yes. ministry. I learned that from my yeah, yeah, too. Yes. Yes. I learned, yes. That, I learned that from my yeah, yeah. She said, what you do is a ministry. I'm like, all right now, speak it. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. We're going to call it a ministry. We're going to be part of corporate yeah. America. We're going to call it a ministry. That's true. That's right. And that's what it is. Not a religion, but a ministry. Yes. A ministry. It's a different. Yeah. And don't get it, you know, people, when we say, um, uh, you just said something, my mind was working so fast, fast, and I can talk sometimes. (laughs) But um, I just lost my train of thought just like that. But uh, so with this business, too. It's really about the. You have to pay close attention to the detail. Like three, it adds up to a fifty-seven on the cow dancers, which is I mean the inner part, but on the outer part of it, you have to paint the story to the picture with all the details. Like, like we walk somebody's home, you can see the picture, you see the vase, you see the plants. You know the person. You get your feel about what this person like, where they've been traveling to, their family. You gotta put, you gotta paint the picture for the people. You gotta give them the details, whether it's the contact clues, like how you did in the school, write the contact clues. Did you learn that? Like I didn't go to the school to seventh grade, but I was thankful that I did have that homeschool training because I got some real training before I got to the public system. Actually, I was in a private school before I went to the public school. So learn. So it's about the details. Whatever's in the details, that's what you need to also be teaching as well. So you need to show them that because this. Business well, this ministry right here, fifty-seven. You know, you're gonna see a lot of, or even receive a lot of um, spiritual confirmation. You just don't know how you got it. It's just boom, right there in your face, or you just saw, it, right. you saw something. But I thought I saw something over there, but it's because your ancestors are working with you. I'll call, I call. I say numerology three, six, eight are the money, are the money numbers. But they also are the ancient ancestors' numbers too. Three is more like 
you know, the current, the currency right now, like it's more current. The six is old school grandma fashion where she's going to sit you down. You're going to get your in real form. You're going to teach yourself how to, you know, teach you how to get dressed, uh, how to cook, how to sew, how to clean, how to rear yourself in public and have some manners. But that eight energy going to sit you down and you're going to have this assignment. And this is your great, 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 great grandmother and grandfather talking to one another and teaching you, giving you the ropes of how to of how to uh, educate yourself or how to rear yourself. So the message may not be clear to you just now, but it will in time. It will develop, and you will get it. You just catch on. But the three and you catch on real fast. Oh, and, and it's the three we... is a money number. So you have, you know, people will just come and donate and give money, you know, because they believe in what you do and be a part. That's confirmation. And that's and that's so important what you say too about painting the picture. You know, seeing that's what people they 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 want you to give them like some details, you know. In other words, tell us don't tell us more. What what you know, they want you to get more deep into it. That's how I look at painting the you, picture, this this thing. Mhm. And if you notice oh, yeah. too, when when like painting a picture, by like painting a picture, don't we see doesn't cars have images on there? You know, don't you get most majority things in images or languages or signs and symbols? You know, it ain't just just some written words. Sometimes it's signs, it's symbols that you gotta look mm-hmm. more in depth to and then find the origin of that sign or symbol and see what it means. Just like Okay, in the stars, we got a card named Mercury, card named Taurus, right? Uh, what else? Mm-hmm. They had a card named Saturn, right? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. all, and they, they, yeah. these are characteristic names of a planet. So, what was so different in a Taurus card or in a Saturn card or in a, um, what I say, a Saturn, Taurus, and a Mercury card? Well, what's the difference in that? Mercury here. Probably had a lot of accidents in the Mercury, right? Because it's a Mercury energy. Mercury rules a lot of accidents or communications. Well, not gonna say it's money accidents, but it just seems like there's a lot of unexplainable things that happen when the car on the Mercury car. Or on a Taurus car, you notice that there's a lot of issues in the, uh, if you do a recall on it, you may see that there's been a lot of issues in the engine part, right? Something with the engine been failing, or it's the motor or something. And with the Saturn cars, it's just like, I don't know. It's just within the body structure. So they had to recall on certain parts in the body structure of the car because it's more inside the material, whether it's material it was or whatever they, um, it kind of whatever, and tools they use or what else do they call it? The body. Maybe the body type of the car. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to find. So think about some listeners. You mean the listeners, if you ever had a car, Named Mercury Tours or a Saturn car. What kind of issues did you have? And actually, Mercury about to go retrograde right after this solar eclipse that's coming up. And the solar eclipse is just when the um, sun or the moon is clashing away from the Earth. Shadow is um, the moon passes through the so it kind of eclipses a little bit for that moment, right? For that just a little moment, you will see that maybe what five, ten minutes, fifteen minutes. It just seems eclipse, and you see a shadow. You see the moon shadow, well, the earth shadow, should I say. Um, you just mm-hmm. It's just a little shadow part. So this eclipse, um, think about some time. If you really want to know, like, how eclipse works, now I just wrote this in my column on New York Amsterdam News. 
um, if you want to think about how, how these eclipses work, just reflect back in your life what recently happened. Now, listen to these dates clearly. Starting November the 19th of 2021, right? And then we had one mm-hmm. um, November, no, no, not November the 8th. So, you get these dates right because they all are here. So, let's start with November 19th, 2021, and then April 30th, 2022, then May 15th, 2022, October 25th, 2022, November the 8th of 2022, and then now here we come up on these, um, one right now, April 19th, 2023, and we're going to have another one um, on May 5th, right, on May 5th, that's going to be the lunar eclipse, we're going to have another one on October 14th, that's going to be like towards the last part, but October 14th, 2023, and the last two clips what's going to be more significant because it's a lunar and solar. It's going to be May 5th of 2023 and October 28th of 2023. So ask yourself, what happened in your life between them times? Who got eclipsed out of your life? What friends, what family members just distanced yourself from? What new things came to you? How was you feeling in your body? Your body, just certain things in your hips and your in certain um, health conditions comes up. Or whatever's going on in your immediate environment, maybe work changes, you know, your career, your profession, did that change a little bit? These are just some hints and some clues of how these lunar and solar eclipses work. Like, for me, I had a lot of images of uh, Egypt, right? So what I came, what came to me was I saw in my vision that there were water bugs, and scorpion. I said, what is a water bug and a scorpion doing together and hiding in the closet? I said, why not even hide in the first place, right? So I go on the, the text by email a couple of days later, and I see that in Egypt there was a uh, thunderstorm in Egypt, and there was scorpions invading people's homes. Wow. And then in Georgia, people were having a lot of water bugs in their basements and water bugs everywhere. I said, hmm. So what is going on in the earth? I said, not just that. What is going on in Egypt? Who is doing something in Egypt? Or what is something being conjured, something being revealed in Egypt? Think about it. We have Uranus and Taurus. You know, we say Egypt after the motherland. So are we being reawakened? Some parts of them, you know, the bodies, <laughs> the funny bones mm-hmm. of them bodies are being reawakened. So if they're, if it's being reawakened, then the monies, I mean, some of the monies go way back and way back into time. Just to preserve his body. Why do they preserve their body? Are we part of that? Mm. So those are some things that I was receiving, and there was a lot of things going on in Egypt. Like they found some some mummies uh, when they buried, and they, they started digging that stuff. So those are just things for me. So look into your life and see. Well, I just painted the story right here, painted the picture. So look into your life and see what happened or what occurred around that particular time for you in your life? What things develop? People do that, you just cut off and let loose around a particular time because y'all wasn't connecting anymore or they wasn't being honest. So here it comes again. But that was, when that was started, that was the beginning of the north and the south node of Taurus and Scorpio. About to head into Aries and Libra, which means a new beginning. We're kind of over a new league now. 
So we so we have uh, uh-huh. we have you say April the nineteenth. We have a lunar. What's going on? Yeah, April nineteenth. That's a couple of days. You can call it April the nineteenth or April twentieth. There's going to be a, um, a solar eclipse coming up at twenty nine degrees Aries. Twenty nine degrees. Twenty nine. Is the last degree of a sign before it goes back into zero and starts that sign over again. Like right now, Pluto is at zero degree. It's at a standstill. It's still right now. <laughs> Peace be still. Mm-hmm. So um, that's a new thing that's coming up now, and I believe it's going to try all the fire energy and also some of the air energy because it's going backwards a little bit because it's at 29 degrees. So it's going to try, um, like currently, you can say it's going to be trying in Mars. Is going to be trying in uh, Saturn and Mars, Saturn, Pluto. It's, oh, it may sextile Pluto because it's going back. So it may sextile Pluto at 29 degrees. So this is the new solar eclipse, and it's going to be in Aries. Well, so what new beginning that's going to be happening for you in this solar eclipse? Because solar means new. It's like a new moon, right? It's just simple. It just put more emphasis on the eclipse because the nose of the moon is changing over. When it starts to start to change over, you feel this is the preview of what we're going to be feeling when it actually goes into Aries and Libra, which that's going to be, I want to say that happens uh, probably sometime in June. I want to the dates now. I think around like June 12th that these nodes are going to start changing over. And then Mercury retrograde is going to go retrograde two days after. Now, with the Mercury retrograde that's going to happen on 421, think about, like, right now, we're still in direct motion. So what have you done from, or what's, what you're about to experience from April 6th, and then it's going to retrograde from April 21st, Mercury retrograde, until May 14th. So if you want to see what your life is going, like the things that you do, the thing that's going to be coming back to you, the information is going to be coming back to you, things you didn't see, things stuff you didn't get, things that you probably had no clue about, it's all going to start coming back to you. Even if you lost something, you'll find it. So that's from it started. Now these degrees is going to start from, right, because from mm-hmm. April 6th, Mercury's at 5 degrees. On the 21st, which is pretty coming up now, Mercury be at between 14 and 15 degrees. So when it goes retrograde, it's going to go retrograde to remind you about 421 until 514. And then it's going to go back direct from 514, which is May 15th, to May 31st. So look and see, you know, what's going to happen to your life because it's going to be uh, Mercury in Taurus. Mercury is in Taurus. Uranus is in Taurus right now. So it's going to kind of, you know, it's not going to really touch it, but it's only two degrees away from Uranus and Taurus. Uranus Rains and pours right now that's seventeen degrees. So that's something like in the middle of the thirty to thirty degree. And then we have to think about um think about the the matters of the heart right now, because it's pores. Pores rules the heart as well too. And the nose, the ears, nose and throat. So think about those things. Matters. Get get into the heart of the matter. And then, you know, just going a new way. Stop letting stuff get to you. If it doesn't bring you peace, then just move on. Even the gossip, you don't want to hear that no more. You're tired of it. It's fade out. What, what are we doing about it? 
are we gonna do a class a class lawsuit? Or I'm gonna just say that to you too. Uh, is that Elder Ray? Yeah. So that's also to me like a class. The class actions happens in three and with three energy too as well. So it can be like a um, like a coming together or something with a large amount of people. Um, you know, demanding something as well to like a class action lawsuit. Um, so that's one thing too. But with this Mercury and Taurus retrograde, it's getting to the heart and heart and the matters and really, really healing yourself. And with Jupiter and Aries, the sun is in Aries, Chiron mm-hmm. in Aries. Remember when uh, you had Judge Hendel Henderson on your show that day? And I was talking about the right. fourth house and. The- um, the matter. So here we are again in this energy of the fourth house. Like, why are we wanting, not even why, but some of us want freedom. Some of us don't. Some of us want to go and continue to know my dang world. They don't want to change. And that's fine because it ain't for right. you right now. So those who are willing to want to change and go dig yourself into some history, this is where a time when you can find out some new information. Because when this state, when the United States was born, it was born with Chiron at 20 degrees in the fourth house. Chiron is the wounded pillar, and Aries is what? The first sign. So that rules your identity. Did he say something about COVID, and he said your ID, your identity, right? He broke COVID yes. down mm-hmm. for us. So it, Aries rules the identity. So if we're wounded in Aries, our identity, in the fourth house, that's our origin. That's our root. That's our ancestors. That's what we emotionally stand on. When our place to stand emotionally, where are you? Just floating around here probably. But if you don't know your history of your mother, your father, or whatever, then you can't make it, but it's going to be a question. So here's where the United States come into play. They're born on July 4th. We're talking about the fourth house here, right, where we are wounded in our in our um in our identity. We got Saturn and Pisces. Saturn and Pisces. Pisces is the last sign before it gets to Aries. So if you're not about your paperwork and your financial game, and just have a seat because if you're not ready to put in that work and go down the rabbit hole or the the Bieber's burrow, don't be don't be asking like how they how they get that money or how they get that done. If you're not willing to put in the work, it's about the footwork, the paperwork, you getting to your natural organs of your uh, whatever gift skills or talents you got to get on jumble up. This is from the masters on down from the, I'm going to say master, but from the great, 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 great Zao is, is working with you. And if you just do the drum meditation like Beverly does on her show or channel, or just have some peace time when you can meditate, be still for a minute, for 20 minutes of your daytime. Get up in the morning, four or five in the morning, and be still, and trying to find out some origins and some roots, or or get to the matters of healing. We all need some party, some kind of uh, healing, or some I won't even call it therapy, but we need some kind of counseling, right? So yeah, especially with the propaganda they have put out, and the and all of the uh, poison yeah. that they, you know. So you you're right on. 
we're going to keep being wounded and we continue to follow this propaganda, like you said. You know, look at the food. Did anybody back in the day, your mama told you how to read the ingredients on the food and look stuff up. Did any of us even look up the food, the ingredients on these food and what it's connected to and how it's connected to and what does it, what does it do to the body? That's why we are the way that we are. If they follow the money, well, the money's invested in the food. <laughs> these kids eating three years and old eating hot pockets for what? Chemicals. Chips. Think about chips. Microchips, right? Chips. We're eating chips. Why do we eat chips? Because something we can crunch on. It's, it's a mental thing. Think about all these things that they, they put out here in the world. If you go into the corn store, is there anything health, healthy in the store? They got a whole bunch of junk. They got a whole bunch of stuff that you don't really need to be drinking. Hell, then the down to the water. So I'm just saying, these are yeah, the things no. that we can start looking at because Chiron is currently at that position right now. So we can, you know, really try to dabble in to something to find out why we wounded, why we hurt, why we this. Because in a four energy, July 4th, if you don't ask what, who, where, how, and not even the why, you're not going to ever get around this jack in the box. You're going to stay in the goddamn box, okay, until you can wind that sucker on up and breathe for air and find your own way out. You're not going to get out. You're going to stay in the box, just like COVID. They sent you on to the grocery store. They sent you here. And then think about, let's think about this stuff. Really? Why would they put this pandemic, right, so we could all be in the pandemic kind of energy field? In the four-year, in the 2020, right, we in the four-year, 2020 is the four. July 4th. Think about this, y'all, July 4th, right? So what do they do? The four energy will run circles on you because they can do it. Why? Because you don't ask what, when, where, how, well, all, all the five W's. And so you start asking, you're going to go spin to the, up the hill, down the hill, round the corner, back to the corner. You're going to keep doing all these things, all the four corners, four boxes, until you understand your lesson. When you get the lesson, you don't want to get up for air. You want to, you want to breathe, right? So all you're going to think is, is a jack in the box. They a jack. A jack is everybody's goddamn friend. Everybody's going to come to this part. They are, uh, they are a jack of trade and a master at none, but they can specialize in one if they really wanted to. But they're just general. It's just general. So they know a lot of stuff because they're not specializing in anything. So they're better than a person who is specialized. So I'm just saying, think about that for mm. energy people. You're going to keep getting stuck because you didn't ask. Mm. Well, Let's think of, a, think of it as a way right now to just kind of uh, develop yourself on the more identity side. Like, who are we? See, that's the question. Who are we? What are we? When, how, when, when did we get here? What happened to our ancestors? You're like, what really happened to the story? Is what they tell us a true story in history? I heard Myron no. talk about public education. They're telling you what they want you to know. They ain't telling you what they re- what you really should be knowing. Because if they did, we'd all be rich. Not even rich, rich. wealthy. They don't, they don't want mm-hmm. us to be rich, Kaya. They want to steal what we have, and that's what they've done. But it's on us to teach exactly. our own, and we need to start our own schools, come from among them, teach our children. What, what you're teaching today needs to be taught, and we need to establish that class among our people. Everybody else does that mm-hmm. but us. We can teach mm-hmm. you. You can have your own class, and we can send people to you, and people have to go in their own pockets and contribute. 
to making this happen. That's the only way it's going to happen, in my opinion. You've got a lot of yeah, young people who, who are making money, but they're not contributing to anything that's going to help, the, you know, the rest of us, the, the rest of our people. So it's kind of on us. We can talk about what they're uh-huh. doing to us forever, but what are we doing for us is where my head. Right, how are we fighting back? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We don't even got to fight back. We just got to do. See, yes, that's the energy, when you really get to it, it's a work in silence kind of energy. You just get those groups together and work in silence. And when it comes and when it comes to this big bang horizon, that's what it is what it is. We come in like horses on our horses, okay? And with our seals, whatever you wanna call it, we come in with the whole flock of birds. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All the animals. <laughs> that's what I love to hear. All right. <laughs> Yeah, and so it's a good time um, we in right now. Mm-hmm. It is, you know. They, if you listen <clears throat> to the propaganda, they they have people fearful. You know, we gonna, you know, they putting all that fear out there. We gonna have nuclear this and the banks is closed. And but to me, I look at it as opportunity. So okay, if mm-hmm. the bank is their banks is closing, then it's it's for us to step up to the plate and open up our own banks. And if if their food is contaminated, then it's up to us to get connect with the farmers and and, uh-huh. and grow our own food. You know, so this is really an opportunity time. Is how you look at it. It's how you respond to it. And that's what's happening. And we uh, we got people with farms. We have farms all over this country that we own, but they can they have been tricked into thinking that the only support you can get is from this government, which is not our government. This government is not of the people, by the people or for the people. It's for the rich and by the rich. So they control it and they make the money off of it and we suffer. But we have people in place. We just have to get it organized. And brothers and sisters who call into your show, a lot of them know that. We're working with some now as we go, as we pull this together. Brother Kwame is one of them, and, and Brother Tariq is another. Uh, we have brothers and sisters all over this country who are able. We just have not pulled ourselves together to make sure that what we want to do happens for us. And that's, mm-hmm. that's where it's at. And, and we're doing it yeah. in different states. You know, like here, we, we have the uh, farmers here, they and they build in the market. Uh, but it's, it's all of us going to have to connect, you know, and that's what the network come in into play. Uh, that's who let's you see are. Someone else. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see. We have someone else want to join the mound table. All right. Uh, 313. Greetings, everybody. <laughs> greetings. Yeah, greetings. greetings. Thanks for joining us. You know, thank you for offering this opportunity for people to become involved. Uh, And I'm encouraged by the information that's being shared. And uh, I don't know, um, uh, I'm I'm afraid I just tuned in a little while ago, so I don't know what all you've covered, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to be redundant. But I was was intrigued by by uh, both of your speakers 
and I, I'm hoping that uh, both of you can have some input into the question that that's on my mind right now, because we are entering a, a, a what what is known as a, a protracted struggle, meaning we're in a in a long range battle for the liberation and the redemption of our people, our minds and our spirits. And sometimes people become discouraged because they look at the short range and they see all of the the powers that are designed to keep us in our quote unquote place, which is low income, low self worth, etc. And because of celestially, I believe we are in what is known as the Aquarian Age, or at the very least, at the beginning of that period that the fifth dimension sang about years ago, when the when the planet would be ruled by justice and peace and love, because that's the way it should be. That's the natural order of things. And uh, Aquarian, as you know, is the humanitarian side, uh, and 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 that part of people's personality will become what is most important. We're coming out of a period of suffering. We've suffered for hundreds of years under uh, slavery, under colonialism, and various other isms that have, you know, kept us spiritually and physically enslaved. So I was wondering, what is what is your take on uh, realizing that, as Martin Luther King said, we got some difficult days ahead, meaning we got we got a protracted struggle ahead, but the liberation, the spiritual, physical, and mental liberation that we seek is guaranteed if we just hang in there and keep the faith. I was wondering what what is your take on that, especially when you look at the uh, the, the um, astrological uh, uh, placements and stuff. Well, let's look at it like this: when the USA, you know, made their statement or Salmon's Day in 1776, Pluto was in Capricorn, right? The next sign at the Capricorn is Aquarius, so. You know, that was another. So we coming back into four circle of this energy, which be about more about more about community, like what you're saying, and being more humanitarian. But we, we went through all the phases of Pluto and Capricorn, Pluto and Aries, Pluto and Pisces, Pluto, and, you know, with all the signs. And when Pluto is in Capricorn, we're talking about the eight, the tenth house here. We're talking about the order and the structure of of how things are played. And you can look at this. I look at astrology totally different, but you can look at this in a in a corporation, right? It's, it's a corporation that this United States is a corporation. So when you look at it from the first house, the second house, the third house, the fourth house, the fifth house, the sixth house, eighth house, ninth house, tenth house, that's exactly how this is working right now. We're moving from the tenth house of building structures. And have been mastered and CEO and bosses, you know, who manage the corporation, uh, who disperse the jobs and whatever 
department that you work in, you know, that's your department. You got a boss there, you got a supervisor, you got a VP, vice president, whatever, whatever it is there, how the structure is, is, is going. So now we move into the 11th house. Well, Aquarius is more about the community now. And the 11th house is uh, it's adjacent. I'm going to say adjacent, but opposition is the fifth house to it, is Leo. So we're moving into a giving and receiving, like how we were doing back in the day. I wasn't here, but barter system. If you got something of what I need, can we barter? So we're moving into, we're evolving into that energy field where it being more as a collective energy. Now, I don't know how it was in 17, probably in the early 80s, how it was going when um, Pluto was in Aquarius, like what happened on the ground, on the on the floor of the booth. But the government structure started. They now it didn't start, but they really um, colonized this or criminalized this around that particular time when Pluto was in the last stages of of Capricorn. Not only with Pluto, there we had other little asteroids there, but it rules the second house. The second house is right across from the eighth house. It rules our resources, right? So we in the resources, and we in the eighth house of death, transformation. What they say, pay your taxes, right? And your inheritance, your insurance, which you just heard Elder Ray just say, they stole it from us. They stole our resources from us, from the eighth house, and making us work in the second house to get the resources back in another kind of way. So we got to go to these corporations or jobs, or if you want to be in the eighth and the tenth house, you get your own business, or you start your own business or your own ministry, whatever you want to call your, your, your program. You start it there. So we just it's just a cycle of revolving, and then back in the 1600s or late in the 1400s, we have Pluto and Leo. So Pluto and Leo and Aquarius are totally opposition, and we were probably rulers then, and right now we wasn't. So we coming back into that age again. Like you said, everything is just it goes in cycles. So we in another cycle right now. So we want to go through some hard times, some dark nights, or whatever it may be. But they're going to be good because they're going to teach us how to how to be survive, how to survive. Not being survivor mode, they're going to teach us how to survive and grow and grow as a community and start back love one another. I mean, how many how many of us really be hugging somebody out here in the world or 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 got something good to say? It's always something negative. So we're going to start changing our moderation, change the way we use our words. Um, and in words even more so so we can, you know, change, change the energy of the tone of the conversation as well. Certain words shouldn't be saying. So if that helps a little bit. It helps a lot. And what I'd like to add to that is that um, together we can make these things happen. You see, everybody has a role to play. I can't play your role, and you can't play my role. I have to play my role. You have to play your role. And once that comes together, we will accomplish anything that we choose to accomplish. Um, our children have not been taught these things. They have no idea. I didn't have an idea. No one taught me. You know. So now that we're beginning to learn, okay, this is the way we need to go. Let's go. How do we get there? Okay? Let's start a drum call and get people to listening to what we have to say. And if they agree, then get them to put their shoulder to the wheel. Get them to open up their own schools mm-hmm. in their own basements and in their own churches and teach these children the truth about themselves, you know, uh, who we are, where we came from, uh, and teach them the power that we have because we were once created in the image of the creator. Those lessons are not being taught among our people. Others are teaching their their culture, but our 
we're calling our story his story. But it's not his story, it's our mm-hmm. story that needs to be told. And that's what we have to do. We've got to teach our story to our people. And when we do that, our people will rise to where they're supposed to be. And nobody can do that for us but us. So I'm really grateful that um, we're pulling this together all over the country and all over the world, as a matter of fact. People are beginning to turn to each other. And like, like you have said, sister, we have to learn to love one another. But in order to love one another, we must first love, learn to love God love and next to love ourselves. We don't love mm-hmm. ourselves. We are ashamed of who we are and what we look like for some reason. You know, but I'm very proud of because what I look we like. I'm very proud of Yes, that's what I'm saying. And we have to we have to now teach and the and the and the teachers are coming together, thank you. They're coming together now. Yeah. We've got to teach. And then back in the I day, have another you part. know, they used to mm-hmm. Okay. I was gonna Go say ahead, back in the day they off. told us, you know, don't so don't read, right? Well no, it wasn't me, but my ancestors and they they couldn't read, right? They wasn't able to read. So now here you are with all the libraries in the world, all the books you can buy. It's time for you to cut off the program, the TV, the VCR, the cable, the music, and mm-hmm. everything, and get into some books and start studying something, or if you or get some experience, some kind of way, and you know, in your own neighborhood, see what's out there, what resources are out there in your community that did, that can help you, but not on the program. And that even for those that don't even, you know, it's not into reading. I mean. YouTube, there's all kind of information on you, the correct information on YouTube. You got uh, people that's on there that's teaching, Mark, give me the phone. you know, give me the, phone. the real. Hmm? That's uh, really teaching. And so it's out there. But like you say, we just got to uh, do the work. Mark. Let me add this person to the. Um, to the table, 937-772. Your mic is yes. open, 937. Okay, do you hear me okay? Yes. Yes, hey, yeah, yeah. We can hear you. Hi. Well, well, thank you so much for having me out. I've been on the on the program, but what I did was that I probably did what everybody else did is just log into the to the website and I just been sitting here <laughs> listening to uh Sister Kaya, one of my guard children, for the longest time until the brother called me and said, Are you coming on? <laughs> I was like, I thought I was on, you know, but I was just sitting I was just listening like everybody else. <laughs> oh, okay. So I didn't know the the, the dial into the number and press one and I didn't I didn't have that information. So thank you so okay. much and forgive me for not uh logging in at the time. So thank thank you. Thank you, brother uh, Arik, for calling me to let me know how to get on the panel. So I appreciate you, Sister Beverly. <laughs> and thank you. We appreciate you. Yes, yes, and ma'am. so what you What did you say, ma'am? Oh, yeah. I no, was going to just ask you, what is the Go ahead. Do your thought, and then I ask your question. Go ahead. Finish your thought. I was just going to thank my godchild in uh, Detroit. Uh, Sister Kaya is one of my uh, sisters, one of my overbearing uh, god children. And when she say, "I got this from my yeah yeah," she was talking about me. <laughs> so I, uh-huh. I appreciate her. 
and she's so knowledgeable and in what she does with her numerology. Don't get her started. I'm like, put all this in a book and, and let's just have a big old <laughs> workshop in a conference, you know, because my goodness, we I'm just trying to take as many notes as I can and I'm like, I can't even write that fast. You know, I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so she just just a wealth of information when it comes to numerology. She is our top, top sister with that. Yes, yes, yes. I appreciate that, Diana. Okay. Now, well, the thing to do is the thing to do, my sister, is to is to support her, set her up uh, with her own school, so she can teach these children. The children are our future, and they're not getting oh. this information. And we have to make sure that they get it, so they can carry it to the next level too. Well, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just re- I just I'm just meeting this brother. His name's Elder Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, good to meet you, brother. Now, uh, Bible. I'm used to saying Bible. Uh, sister, this now, is Elder yes. Ray. I'm going to take your lead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Elder Ray, just to give you some uh, background, uh, he used to drive Martin Luther King around. So oh, he used okay. to go to yes, and and his brother was a senator. Senator mm-hmm. and his other brother was the Tuskegee Airmen. So, oh, uh, Elder Ray has a lot of history. A lot of history. I, yes, ma'am. Thank you so much, and I'm so glad to be on the on the on the platform with with you, and of course with Sister Kaya as well as Mama Mama Beverly. So, I work best uh, through questions, and I want to just just give Elder Ray this right here. Is that you know because you see on the on on the uh, on the marquee that it says right of passage or right to pass. So what I'm saying is that you all you, you know you can go back up. I believe you can go back into the archives from the last time I was on to see what I spoke about the right of passage or right to pass. Now my children went to uh, my older sons. One is 54 and one is 52. They went to high school and when they went to high school in Houston, Texas, because that's where I'm from. So when I went to high school in Houston, Texas, they used to tell me when they came home that at a certain time of the day, uh, certain ones, they, they school was integrated, and certain children in those classrooms used to leave the classroom and they used to go to another type of class. What class did they go to? These were Jewish children that went to their own school in the course of these children, everybody else going to school. So a lot of this was happening, and what happened with us is that we formed uh, what is called a rite of passage and an after-school program, our after-school program. And so, therefore, we, we did that. So our children, because these Jewish children were taken out of school, regular school, to be taken to their school to learn about their history and never forget and all that. So when we start teaching at charter schools, after school programs, and starting our rites of passage, most especially, of course, we brought in as many positive and uplifting teachers of our elk as we could. Definitely did. So understand to, to the to the Bible. Yes, um, thank God, Sister Kaya is in my circle, women in a circle of healing, and she is definitely one of our great teachers, and that's what she's going to be from this time forward. <laughs> Until I just wear her out. Okay, and like I said, I work best with questions. 
So those of you that have any questions, that one of the topics I was going to speak about is speaking about is African spirituality. So I would, I would best with that. Uh, if someone has a question, I would just let it rip. Okay. Um, any questions on anyone? And the call-in number is 323-642-1586. And push the number one if you have a question or a comment. Now, what's the new African woman? The new Okay, when I say N-U, new, when I say uh, African mm-hmm. spirituality and the new African woman, that means that new, not like N-E-W. Okay, so what I'm what I'm complimenting when I say in you, I'm complimenting the Nubian woman. I'm complimenting the, the he- heavily, highly melanated women because there are African African women on the continent of Africa. And so when I speak, when you see me put the word in you there, I'm specifically talking about the uh, sisters in the diaspora, what we call the diaspora, the sisters that have the, the, the highly melanated Nubian, um, you know, energy and spirit mm-hmm. about themselves. That's why I don't say N-E-W, I say N-U. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, ma'am. And, what, and, and anything I that you want to add, just go ahead. I could just start mm-hmm. it. First and foremost, first and foremost I'm often asked, I'm often asked, what is African spirituality? Okay, so I'll ask a question that maybe someone may want to ask but not able to do so. Mm-hmm. And so that's the, some of the first first things I'm asked. What is African spirituality as opposed to Christianity, Islam, you know, and all the other isms and things? What do you mean by African spirituality? Well, I have to use the word African and not use the word spirituality because, first of all, I'm speaking in English. If I was speaking in Yoruba, if I was speaking in Kiswahili, I wouldn't use, but because I'm speaking in English and we have an English-speaking audience, I must use these English words so they can be understand and understand. So, therefore, African spirituality is what is it's kind of like the topic. What is it? It is a form of, of, you know, what used to be called a way of life for our people. And like I said, I'm using the, 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 the language that we were incorporated with due to, you know, all the journeys. I don't have to go into all of that. So, therefore, when we lived on the continent, and not just on the continent, on this continent as well, because no matter how far back the archaeologists, and the diggers of, of, of the sites, no matter how far back they go, they always find us. They always going to find they will They will never find another human being or new unless they find us first. Nothing else existed but us. So we just can't claim the continent of Africa. I just use those terms so we can get a grasp of what I'm speaking about when I say talk about religion and belief. So no matter where you go, even in Scotland, Ireland, England, what they call Britain, every time they did, and the further down they go, they find us. They find us. So what I'm saying is that so we're going to use the continent of Africa because, you know, that's a lot of us did come from there doing a transatlantic type of thing. So when we were on the continent and on this earth period, 
we had a, for lack of a better word, belief system. And that belief system was the praise of the Holy Mother and the Holy Father. See, I, when I talk to people, they call themselves Christians. Then they, they say, they used to always, people don't ask me that, this anymore. They used to always ask me, am I saved? And they used to always ask me, do I believe in Jesus Christ and only God? You know, you know the whole thing. And then they, the one God and things of that nature. So what I would, what I would say to them is, first of all, being saved from who? And then if a pastor, a minister asked me that, I would say, yes, I'm saved from you. So therefore, because they have to clarify what they mean by are you saved. To me, to me, they do. And mm-hmm. so, but then anyway, right. going going further to it, and I'm also in a life, I'm a licensed and ordained minister. I just want to get that across as well. But I just want to say that when we talk about African spirituality is a way of life, we did not call any religion, any belief system, first of all, a religion, first of all, African spirituality. We didn't call it anything because we understood that we are, we, they, they say something greater than yourself. We always knew that there was something greater than us. So we took care of the earth. We took care of the plants. We took care of the water. We took care of the trees, the shrubs, the bees, the, the birds. We took care of everything because we're here. And what are we doing? We're thanking. We are saying thank you, thank you, thank you. Do our praise dancing, doing, doing our ch- songs, our chants. With our offering, we was doing that to to what something that was greater than ourselves. It just, we didn't give it a word until the, until it was given a word. It was given a word. So when some mm-hmm. some ones of them came through where we were and they sit down and watched us, they start making notes and taking notes of what we was doing. They went back and they gave it a word. They went into our our tombs and into our pyramids, and they saw what we drew. Like, we drew the trees. We drew the sun. We drew this. We carved that. We carved this. And we were thinking whatever it was that didn't have a name, and I just go back to what, what some of them said. It was just called the great I am. You give me a name, okay? I'm the great I am. If you want to name me, name me. So some ones of them mm-hmm. went to grabbed hold to all this information, all these drawings, went into and got some things, and they start writing it down, printing it down, doing this, doing that. And so from, and then also with, with some of our scribes and our priests and priestesses that did scribe on the papyrus and things of that nature, what they didn't burn, they stole. And what they stole, they reincorporated, what they call copy and plagiarize. Copy, plagiarize, and change and revamp it back to us and call it a religion. So what we're doing, we say in African spirituality, we what we call Sankofa. We Sankofa back because a lot of us that was brought here and that was already here already knew that we we are, we belong to something greater than ourselves. We give thanks and praises to our ancestors. No, I had to get Christian straight. We do not worship the dead. Because if that was the case, I would have to say to them that call that always say, just go to the book, just go to the word. And then I would have to say to them, who's worshiping the dead? Okay, so we of us in African spirituality can clearly say, we do not worship the dead, we honor them. 
we thank them. I thank mom and daddy. I thank grandma and grandpa. Honor them for the goodness that they did. No, all of them wasn't good, and all, all of them wasn't bad. But you honor them and you thank them for the goodness that they poured in you. And like the sister said, like our child said, Kaya said, um, that, you know, I was telling her what she did, what she's doing with Know Your Numbers is a ministry. I'm also mm-hmm. a part of a minister, a minister circle, and we teach what your ministry is, what the brother, Elder Ray, is doing. It is a ministry because you're doing good things and helping people and teaching people and bringing our people up, whether they have bootstraps or not. If you're doing that, that is your ministry. What Sister Beverly is doing, bringing us on and just showing people and, and getting people introduced to us and us to them, that is a ministry. So it don't get frightened or, you know, freaked out about, oh, the word ministry because you put it under religion. No, it's not the religion that you're talking about. It's the ministry that you're doing because you're ministering to people. And African spirituality is a form of religion. Ifa, that comes with African spirituality in in my genre. Ifa comes with that because I am an Ifa priestess. I'm a yeye. I'm a Ianifa. So, therefore, in Ifa, in, to not compare to Christianity, but to say that if a person is a Christian, what is their belief? They believe is Christianity, and they they praise Jesus and praise God and you know praise Mary sometimes <laughs> that type of thing. But in in Islam, you would look at it as that's a religious term. If you're speaking English, that would be called a religion, like Islam. Islam would be called a religion. That's a religious term. A Muslim is not Islam. A Muslim is the person. You cannot, you know, you cannot study Muhammadism. That is, you're talking about a person, Muhammad. But the religion is called Islam, see. And the religion, what you would call religion with us, African spiritualists, is called Ifa. One of them is Ifa. The other ones was taken from that. And they were broken up into being like Vudun, Taria, Lukumi, Palo, you know, many, many different contemplate, Sangoma, many, many different versions of the same thing, African spirituality. That's just like you would have denominations, maybe many denominations, even people that say they don't have a denomination, it is a denomination, they will be put under the term of Christianity. So, you see, so I, I don't want to keep going on. I want to pause a little bit to see if anybody now has any questions. Okay. Let me uh, bring Eric on here. Eric, mm-hmm. do you have any mm-hmm. questions um, or comments? Mainly a statement. Keep it going. Keep it going. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, honestly, First with uh, Elder Ray Fontroy, and uh, you know he's still he's still chauffeuring us and driving us around, and we appreciate it mm-hmm. with great uh, with with tips to go with it. And then uh, when uh, Beverly and uh, and uh, Kaya French and Mama Yeye, Mama Yeye, this is the drum call, so let's let's go okay. let's let's start let's, let's beat it down. Let's let's talk about the drum and what you mean to the drum and how your family's into the drum and let, let's let's sure. get into it, guys. So deep, let's go. Okay. Oh, definitely. Is that okay with you, Mama Beverly? Oh, yes. We got the floor. This is what we're here okay. for. Okay. Well, I always honor the mother, so. 
<laughs> so, yes, you know, uh, briefly with Brother Arik the other day, and I was letting him know. He spoke to my son. He hollered at him for a little bit. And I was letting him know that, you know, we were born and raised in music. And especially when I got, when my husband, my child's father, we were, we would, he would, and I would join him on occasion. And then my son's been playing drums since he was 18 months. All of my sons, I have four sons, no daughters. So that's why I'm grabbing everybody's daughters. Because <laughs> I have four, <laughs> four, four boys. And so we were all in music. Most of my sons all play drums. They, you know, automatically, that's just automatic. They're going to play drums, especially the youngest one being with, uh, with his reggae father, uh, who I definitely told about you, you all. And I, I believe he's on now, or he may be joining us pretty soon but anyway we played with we opened up many many shows for various types of artists like Steel Pulse and Black Uhuru and you know like uh oh man goodness so many people Gregory Isaac and you know just you know, Dennis Brown you know we opened up a lot of lot of those shows uh with with these fantastic artists and followed them around and we, we and and my my husband at the time too with them so we we started drum circles um like djembe drums trap that drums bongo congo uh many many different styles of drums my children learned those and so i was like like i was saying brother Irik is that uh in the future that we would be more than happy to join your drum circle or to be a part of it or to open up or something of that nature because I still teach drums. I teach percussion. My son, he knows about five or six different instruments. And um, so he went to music school. We all kind of went to music school and voice lessons. <laughs> so therefore, um, when in my rights to passes, the first thing they learn when they come to the uh, orientation as well as the first date, they're going to be touching some drums. The sister's going to be touching percussions and drums, period. And so, I, you know, we teach. I teach the African dances. I still do that at the age that I am because you never stop dancing. I'm do, I still do tap dancing. I never liked tap dancing as a three- and four- and five-year-old because my father was a professional tap dancer, and he taught all his children how to tap dance. I didn't like it. My sisters and I, we didn't like it. We didn't want to perform, and he had us always performing for family and friends because this, when the 60s came, what child wants to be tap dancing? And, you know, I was like, who wants to do that? I wanted to do the twist. I wanted to do the twist. We wanted to do the twist and the twist. You know, we wanted to do all those other dances. We did not want to do any during tap dancing for my father and his friends. So it came to pass that, you know, when I moved out here in this town in Ohio, I found that they had a senior citizen place here, and they was teaching tap dancing to the senior citizen. I'm like, you know what, let me go check this out and see what's happening. And I just thank my father so much, you know, for, you know, telling us that he taught us how to waltz. When I was seven years old, I learned how to waltz, and I learned two-step, you know, you know, like I see the, I don't I do not do the dances that they call the line dances or the hustle. I don't do any of those mm-hmm. dances. But when I was in middle school and we went to the prom, the only two people that knew how to waltz, they, they played a waltz. Yes, back in the day, they still played waltzes in the 60s and uh, back in the day. So this young man and myself was the only Two people with that when they put that waltz on, we were the only one that knew how to do the waltz, and my father had taught us when I was seven. <laughs> and so he would tell us that my dance that I'm teaching you is going to last you forever. That little silly stuff y'all doing about the jerk and all that, that's going to be gone. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> when I, 
you. So I joined the senior citizen, and I'm like, I'm just loving it. So I just, I thank my father to this day that, you know, he, he got his girls to, um, to to learn how to do tap dancing, the waltz, and, and the two, two steps. So I just want to throw that in. But, yes, drumming is our passion. My family, most especially when we all get together, we drum, period. That's just enough said. And, uh, you know, so like I said, that when, when my husband was a part of these beautiful reggae bands and these, being with these great, great artists, it's just that it allowed us to come and just see them and enjoy them. Even King Sonny Day, you know, my youngest son, he jumped up on the stage with King Sonny Day and, and was doing playing with him. Uh, Billy Cobham, uh, you know, the master drummer with the trap there. Those many, many people we were able to not only need, not only need, but also to participate in what they were doing at the time. Wow. And uh, also, Elder Ray was into music, too, I think. Were you Elder Ray? Oh, I can't wait to get with him. You know, it's like, I'm a drum. Where are you at? <laughs> I, I certainly was. Um, I was one of those you were doing the twist to. Um, <laughs> Van, Van, <laughs> Van McCoy, who wrote that song, The Hustle, uh, and Marvin Gaye, yeah, and Marvin Gaye, and uh, Donnie Hathaway, all of us sang together Ooh. back in the day. Oh, my God. And, yes. you know, you're absolutely right. Music is a universal language, and we can yes. all understand it when you get the right uh, sounds going. You're absolutely uh, right about that. And that has yes. to be a part of the, the teaching of our people. That yes, music sir. Will open, yes. yeah, and opens that mind up and opens that heart up. And then you can hear, but then you need to be able to hear mm-hmm. something, and we need to be able to serve them something to hear. Yes, so sir. Most definitely. Yeah. We need to get back yes. to, to what we used to do and be in yes, some total control of what happens to us in our own community. Yes, sir. Definitely. Thank you so much. And then I just want to say, uh, speaking a little bit of the politics, the politics, um, you know, uh, we we used to call them uh, tricky dicks and things of that nature when I was in the Black Panther with my first husband um, out of Washington, D.C. And so, therefore, um, you know, we never did, we didn't vote, you know, things like that. We were, we were into Islam and, and being a Black Panther. My first husband came out of uh, the Vietnam War. And when he came out of, like I said on the last talk, that when he came out of the Vietnam War, he was he had joined the Black Panthers in the Vietnam War, you know, and he would tell us that uh, the Viet Cong, the Viet Cong did not shoot black men when they That's were right. in the war at first. Did you hear of that, Elder um, Absolutely. My brother was in uh, Vietnam, and he said the same thing. Absolutely. He, they refused to shoot us. He yes. said that, yes. That in the beginning they did not shoot. They say go home, black men, go home. You got enough problems that you're dealing with, you know, at home. And you know, of course, we had these diehard kind of brothers that were black men that was there that you know thought thought they were fighting for the rights of their country or whatever. Yes. And then eventually they they had to turn the gun on them. Just my my husband went in as a country into the doctor. He went into the military, into the medical corps. Not you know, but he had to learn how to fight like everybody else. He had to go through basic training, learn how to use weapons, but he was basically was the one that patching up people. But he told us this, that when he came out and the, and the brothers at the time, they were already be, beginning to be Panthers. They was already Black Panthers. So when he came out, he was already one, one of them. 
But the things that he was telling us, and, he, and when they sprayed that agent on, it was so silly, sprayed this agent on on supposed to be the Viet Cong, they were also spraying their own soldiers. And so, you know, our, our brothers and many others, they inhaled and ingested this poison, um, you call themselves helping the war and all this. It's just the ignorance that the sister was talking about for with these people for July 4th and the mindset of these people. Now, you have to understand that a lot of them were sent over here to this country, this particular country, as criminals. Europe was trying to clean up their they, they gutters and their dungeons. You know, a lot of them were sent over here as, as, as prisoners. And so, therefore, and I want to just go back a little bit to the, I'm jumping back and forth to the drums, the drums on plantation and drums on encampment. The drums played a pivotal role in on the plantation. Not so much we had our Jim Bay, June June, Bungo. No, anything that we had, a tree, <laughs> you know, a tree bark, or something, a pan, we spoke to each other through using the beats of, of what we remember of beats talking to each other from the from the time that we was brought to this country and other countries, not just this country, Europe was one of the first ones, you know, the the Arabs was one of the first ones that enslaved our people from the continent of Africa. So we talked to each other and spoke to each other by using these beats, regardless of what it was. We didn't have fancy drums, but whatever we had, we spoke a language. We might have not understand stood each other. Some might have been speaking Tweed. Some might have been, might have been, been speaking Yoruba. Some might have been, have been speaking Ibo. Somebody, somebody else might have been speaking something else. Kiswahili. So, but one thing we did know, and our people did know, they knew the beat of the drum, and that's what they used. And this was Baba is talking about, Baba, Baba Ray is speaking about, is go back, Sankofa, go back to what we knew and speak to each other. Use the drum beat. Absolutely. Um, I had the pleasure of bringing uh, Ben Vereen here, who taught me a lot about the drum uh, and a lot about our history as a people here. And things that we didn't know, we'd never heard. As an adult, I'd never heard them until I met uh, people like uh, Ben and and Dick Gregory and, and others who came and gave another story about our history. And that's when you know, I committed mm-hmm. myself early on at 19 years old, 18 years old, to the civil rights mm-hmm. movement. I, and I worked with Dr. Mm-hmm. King. I went around the country doing voter registration, all of those. Mm-hmm. And I was with him when he said, I think, I, I, I think I'm uh, integrating my people into a burning house. That was when yes. he woke up. Yes. That's when yes. he woke up and said, wait a minute, this is not the mm-hmm. way. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, he and, and Malcolm mm-hmm. began to get together, stop uh, mm-hmm. the division that was taking place. And they brought it back mm-hmm. together. So mm-hmm. it's our turn now to bring it together. And we have to educate our people because these are things that we just don't know because we've been relying on a liar to mm-hmm. teach us. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we need to, you know, the sisters need to step up to the plate, teach these kids. Mm-hmm. We, need to have a, we need to have a school in every one of our communities across this world, mm-hmm. and in particular in mm-hmm. this country, to teach the truth mm-hmm. to our people. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, uh, yes, sir. I'm grateful that you're yes, doing sir. what you do, and we need to do mm-hmm. it. We need to organize in order to do it. Take our own money, put it together, build our own mm-hmm. communities. We can do that. Mm-hmm. We don't have to depend mm-hmm. on a wicked, rotten, mm-hmm. stinking system that has done nothing but killed us, lied to us, incarcerated us, and denied us. Mm-hmm. It's time for us to stand up on our own two feet and do what we must do for ourselves. I'm just I'm so grateful to bear for for these kinds of shows. 
Thank you so much, Bobby. I want to add to that too. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Mama. I want to add. I want to add to that on a, on a numerical perspective. Uh, you know, because started off, Daddy started off with the drums, right? The music, the water, the air, and listening to uh, you, Yay Yay, and Brother Elder Ray. Mm-hmm. I did the numbers on music, right? Remember, I told you that there's numbers and systems, right? But right now, I'm using the Chaldean and Pythagorean system, um, the internal and the external. So on the internal side. Um, on one system adds up to the 17, which is the Chaldean. On Pythagorean, it's 20. On the, for drums, mm-hmm. that was for music. For drums, it adds up to a 16. On the mm-hmm. um, Chaldean and on the Pythagorean, it adds up to a 20. So here's what it lines up at. Is they both adds up to a 20, right, on a universal mm-hmm. um, level. Two. So 22, mm-hmm. zero, right? We got 22, mm-hmm. 23, 20, 20 centuries, right, 20th. So, yes. um, so two deals with water, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. remember, I was mentioning about the music, and you know, y'all get into it because it is a feeling. And Kanye, yes, I mm-hmm. saw a little clip with Kanye. Kanye West, it's a feeling. You feel it, it's a mm-hmm. feeling. So <laughs> music is a feeling. If you don't yeah. feel it, you're not gonna be in it because. You know, I used to go to church. I used to go to all types of uh, places, you know, Jehovah places, mm-hmm. churches, whatever, Islam, whatever, you name it, right? Mm-hmm. I did it so I could get it myself involved so I can see. And I got invited mm-hmm. to some places. I don't turn down. It says that my religion don't mean, you know, it's, I can't go to it. So, but one thing, mm-hmm. I used to laugh my face off at the people at church, so-called catching the Holy Ghost then. I was young. I didn't know. So I would laugh my mm-hmm. face off in church, like, what does this just go? Have y'all noticed that the, when they play them drums and their music at the church, <laughs> some people, did they catch the Holy Ghost, right? right? It's weird because they right. like, feel it. It's That's a feeling, true. right? So right, music, baby girl. if you really get into the music, you might catch that Holy Ghost and be in the trance and remember some <laughs> things about yourself because it is a feeling. It would take you back. Right. And by that time, you feel like you didn't, you felt like you've been back to eons and years and you get all tired and they get the fans fading you out. People in the white mm-hmm. will come like mm-hmm. labor people, right? And they white. They come in they white. They mm-hmm. come and fan you off. They come and pat your face down and all that kind of stuff. So think about these things they're doing in church as well or in other places they do these things at. It's just uh, it's playing out in a different kind of way. But all yes, about the film, I want to get the music and the drums. It is a yes, feeling like you painting. It is painting the picture inside of you. It's giving you the mm-hmm. details and the information that you need to carry on. So mm-hmm. just imagine if two, if it adds up to a twenty, and then two rules water or the intestines, right? The the stomach area, mm-hmm. the gut system, mm-hmm. right? Where mm-hmm. how the information is at. What do you think? If we play about the water. We be really, mm-hmm. really good. They are feeling this stuff. You know what I'm saying? We conjure mm-hmm. up some stuff. I'm just saying, y'all people. Let's get to this ancient, <laughs> ancient knowledge because on on the Chaldean side, it's to a seventeen. Seventeen. One plus seven is eight. That is the mm-hmm. ancient, ancient, ancient. That's a Capricorn mm-hmm. energy right there. That's grandma, grandma. Great, mm-hmm. great, very, very great. About to teach your mother lesson mm-hmm. here. Sit down and get the assignment, mm-hmm. honey, so you can feel it and be it and experience it mm-hmm. and come out of here. One way, one piece, one sound, one band kind of energy, right? You want a whole new mm-hmm. airplane, elevation. Right. And then I on the um, and then on the other side, drum is a six, is a, is a sixteen. 
One plus six mm-hmm. is seven. We're in a seven year mm-hmm. now. You call it mm-hmm. a rite of passage. It is a pathway <laughs> getting you to get to that feeling. Come on now, mm-hmm. y'all. Break down your numbers like this. That's what I'm saying. Go ahead, preacher. you got. That's why we love her. That's why we love her. Because we can talk words, but numbers doesn't. Numbers and mathematics, which I never was real good in mathematics, but thank God for my brothers and sisters who were. So numbers yeah. is, is just is just there. You know, it's universe. That's a universal language. We can change words any kind of way, but numbers is not going to change. I change right. So I want to just add this to what she was saying about the uh, the people that start dancing. In church, you can go there, and my sister and I, we used to go to uh, what was called the sanctified church. That was it. Amen. It was called that back in the day. It was called a sanctified church in the 50s. And we used to sit there, and this, these sanctified churches was a little white, you know, hand-built houses, churches uh, that the, the brothers put together, <laughs> built in the little one, you know, little yard kind of thing. And then my mother would belong to this church around the corner. And so when we, she took us, there were no, you know, like pews, like today you go in these churches. Now, I'm not even talking about the mega church. I'm talking about regular uh, Baptist churches that have what they call pews that have the, the Bible in the little slot. Well, back in the day, they, they handed it to you, they handed the Bible to you or handed something to you when you walked in the door. And so the sisters would stand to the side. They had white on. They had on white gloves and, you know, this kind of thing. So we just knew that we was in this holy place. And, but we were sitting on benches. That was, we didn't have, they didn't have, like, pews. There was just a long bench. And at the end of the bench, and I don't know why my mother would always have my sisters and I sit on this bench with this woman. It was a heavyset sister, big heavyset sister that sat at the end of the bench. You know where I'm going. And then when the sanctified when the sanctified and the and they in the sanctified church they had drums and tambourines and the horn. I mean, just had everything. And when that music hit, that sister would jump up and flap back down on that bench, and me and my sister fly up in the air. <laughs> we no, that was the kind of, that was the kind of church that Marvin Gaye's daddy had. Yeah, oh, it, it, it was sanctified. And when, it was you wrote a, song, when you wrote that song, "Sanctified," <laughs> y'all listen yeah, to that song again. Yeah, you know he did, right? <laughs> <laughs> listen to it. Yeah, we, uh, we would lift little things, and, you know, I could, they, can, they can't shoot me up today, but I was back in the day. We, and then we ended up always wanting to sit with Sister Mabel. And I think her name was Sister Mama Mabel, Sister Mabel. We want to sit with her because we had the most fun. <laughs> 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 uh, with and, her. and, you know, <laughs> go ahead, Mom. And, and, and what uh, Kaya is saying is so true. I, I used yeah. to uh, be part of a uh, drumming circle. And, you know, here mm-hmm. in, in Detroit, we have an island, Belle Isle. And we used to go Belle out Isle. to Belle Isle, and we would have our okay. shakers and our drums, and we okay. would change the water. I mean, it's really Whoa. powerful. We were the water. We could, we could calm it down. And the the uh-huh. seagulls would start to come around, and they would just sit there and just listen to us. So it's really uh-huh. powerful in those drums and dealing with the water. We could make the water move. We can make move. it calm right. down. So it is very yes. powerful. 
Yes, ma'am. And one other thing I want to just say about the sanctified and the, and the people getting, even to this day, it doesn't matter how sophisticated. I can imagine how people look going on to their Easter uh, services and stuff. But once they're getting that, all that fanciness and everything, that they let them drums and, the, you know, all that percussions and stuff start hitting. You see these people running down the aisle, running. And then back in the day, you had to catch a sister. Because she was passing out, or you know, this kind of thing. It's like mm-hmm. no matter, no, no matter, no matter how sophisticated or however they they outward persona is, when that spirit hits you, and when, the, yes. when you hear a familiar ancestor music. This morning, I was doing a spiritual consultation. People would call them readings. I call them spiritual consultations because I don't mm-hmm. want to frighten them. People are so scared of everything. <laughs> so this morning I was doing a spiritual consultation with this young man out of Atlanta, and it's so amazing that Sister Kaya talked about the three because he was born May the third, nineteen seventy-seven, and I was doing a spiritual consultation. She was she was just on the five and the three and the five and the three. I'm like, oh my god, she must have heard me talking to this brother this morning, and um and with. <laughs> And with that, him being a Taurus and the Jupiter and the Venus and, you know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, all of this. And I was letting him know, those of you that, that is, especially those of you that is controlled by the bull, the throat, that's your throat uh, area and your vocal cords and your this type of thing. And I was letting him know, you can speak over the crowd and don't even have to have a microphone. That's just mm. how powerful this is. Of Taurus, the Bulls, and these type of brothers and sisters, but basically the baritone brothers that have that type of voice. And he was just saying, "Oh my God, that's me, that's me." And everything I was telling him, it was him, it was him. But one thing I did tell him, I was telling him, "You also have music composition." Sister Kaya knows this. I did her too. She already know what I'm about to say. So you have music <laughs> composition that came to you. This means that this particular he was E major. F major and E major, and I was letting him know that, you know, this is uh, under the Bach and, you know, and, and these type of pe- people and Brougham and all this, but I'm not saying you should go out and listen to that, but I'm saying to you, if you're in an elevator or somewhere where these type of uh, sonatas are played, or this a symphony of Beethoven or someone is played, and it's in that F major, and that came with this is the most music that was played when you were born, and then you all of a sudden you say, Oh my God, that's so soothing. Certain musics of ours, depending on our note composition when we were born, this music note, not so much the music, the music note was mm-hmm. played everywhere right. on this earth when you was born. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Beverly. Yes, because, yeah. Mm-hmm. Beverly, I don't know if you have mm-hmm. the turntables, but uh, last week there was a, you dropped a Sam Cooke. And it was the it was the sonata his sonata song. If you could find that in the it'll be right in there. The 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 one that uh, he did with no music, the Alapop, the what do you call it? Oh, the acapella. You talking about that one? Acapella. Yeah, you talking about that one? No, it's not the acapella. It's the one. It says. uh, It says. uh, Wow. Oh yeah, I'll have to think about it there. It's a particular one that had the drumming on there. I think it's Studio mm-hmm. One. Studio One. Yes. Oh, yes. I think this one here. You want me to play this one? It's the African mm-hmm. Lost Looking. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Afro Cat. Yeah, Afro Cat. Yes. 
information so uh, give give out uh, Kaya tell them where they can contact you and 
Mama Yaya and Elder, right. So we'll start with Kaya. Okay, my name is Kaya French. I am an astral numerical analyst, one who studies the frequency, the tone, the vibration of numbers. So what I study is the ancient African science that goes way back to eons. And my contact information is contact 866-331-5088. I also am a writer for the New York Amsterdam News. You can see my column is called Rebirth of a New Nation. And that's on the Amsterdam News. I also post it on my Instagram, which is Know Your Number Instagram, K-N-O-W-Y-O-U-R-N-U-M-B. The E is a three, and then R-F, Know Your Numbers. And uh, my email is also the same thing, knowyournumbers at gmail.com. That is my contact information. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Mama, yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Yes, ma'am. Uh, they can contact me in several uh, several platforms. Uh, my religious or spirituality or ministry platform. The email is is Oberens Titi Lola, and the email is Eggbay. I'll spell it for you. E E G B E Eggbay Titi T I T I Titi Lola L O L A at Yahoo.com, eggbay, E-G-B-E-T-I-T-I-L-O-L-A at Yahoo.com. That's those of them that want to know more about African spirituality. They can email me. They can call me, area code 937-772-7454. I do spiritual consultation. I call it that because I am and also was a licensed counselor for LCDC, that's Licensed Chemical Dependency Counselor, and a family coach for domestic violence here in Ohio. So I use that term, consultation, because that's what it really is. So 937-772-7454. I'm also the CEO of Women in a Circle of Healing. Womeninacircleofhealing.com is my Website, you can look us up, see me, see some of the things that I'm doing. It's upgrade, it's being upgraded for 2023. But you can still go on there and see some things that we've done in the past and still is doing right now. And uh, so I look forward to listening to and speaking to all of you in the future. Thank you. Thank you. And Elder Ray. Yes. Um, my contact number is seven eight six three nine. Three two seven four. My email is Eden Village thirty nine at gmail dot com. That's Eden Village, like the Garden of Eden, thirty nine at gmail dot com. We are organizing the People's Grassroots Assembly in an attempt to bring our people together to make a, rea- a reality out of all of the things you've heard today on this program and other programs where our people are coming together to work together to build what we need to save ourselves. Uh, and I'm so grateful for this show for doing that. And I will be in touch with uh, uh, both of you from this point on and hope that we can all stay in touch and build this, this uh, empire, rebuild our empire, and take back what has been taken from us. So I thank you for this time. 
Before we get out, I know we have just a couple of minutes left. I don't want to hold up too much, but I just wanted to say go we go ahead. okay we we practice what's called protocol protocol protocol, and that's a big big thing with um our our brothers and sisters from the continent as well as all of us in the diaspora. And protocol means that we adhere to each other. When we want to speak, we say I go, I go. When somebody acknowledges us, they say I may. That means you may speak. Those younger ones of you, the youngest one on here I know is Susakaya, but the younger ones <laughs> of you, she already knows if you say I go. And one of us elders would say I may. So that way we won't talk over each other and things of that nature. And if, if it was on Zoom or something, it's a way we can hold our hand up. We do that as well until we are acknowledged. I just want to say like, okay. a little short thank you so much for all of the brothers and sisters uh, that's on this platform. I'm looking forward to not just speaking with you and working with you, but seeing you as well and, and getting that big drum circle together. And I also want to just say this. I'm going to speak in Europe, but then I'll translate it into English. And I just say, Ibache, Ibache, Ibache to our ancestors and to our Orisha. That means our spiritual guides, our angelic beings. Ibache to those that lost their life in the middle passes. Ibache to those that stood forward and got in the front of the line to protect those that was in the back of the line. I say Ibache to them. I say Mojiba to our mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, aunts and uncles, nieces and nephews. I say Mojiba to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your great sacrifice in loving us, giving us compassion, and teaching us how to be real in you, new human beings. Thank you. Would you buy? Wow, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to uh, say something too. May I go? Uh-huh. <laughs> May I go. Okay. Okay, so I just want to just break down some uh, numerical frequency around this uh, new solar eclipse, right? And I'm going to do this. Wait, wait, wait. Because wait, there uh-huh. Hold on a minute. Uh-huh. I just want to tell the okay. people that we're going to continue to be talking, and if they want to continue to hear, they have to call in, 323-642-1586. But when we record this, everything is still, you can hear the recording of the phone conversation too. Okay, go ahead, Kaya. Okay, so I'm going to start as I see it. So what I'm going to do is break down the energy that's laying out and the for the solar eclipse that's coming up on the 19th slash 20th, because depending on where you are, it could be a.m. or p.m. So I just want to break this down in deacon level because the deacons are categorized in 10 and 10 degrees each, right? So the way the planetary are right now, they are all in different times of deacons. I'm going to explain it right now. So you can get like at least some better results. So starting with Pluto, as I see it, Pluto is at zero degrees Aquarius. That is a Uranus energy. So that means get out yourself out of the box, put yourself on the front, get in the driver's seat. And then we have Saturn at four degrees Pisces. That is a Neptune energy. So dream it, own it, wish it, say it, command it. And then we have Neptune at Pisces as well at 26 degrees. Now that deacon is Pluto, which is the transformational. So when we speak it, you transform your words into something. You have Jupiter at 23 degrees Aries. So 23 degrees Aries, that is a Jupiter to Jupiter. So if you want something, 
you're going to have to ask and put some footwork in it. Then we're going to have the moon that particular day at 29 degrees, well, 26, 25 that day. And that's also being Aries, a seal, a Jupiter, Jupiter energy. Same, you shall receive. The sun is at 29 degrees, the last, the last degree before it goes over. It is still a Jupiter energy. So you better act, 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 and apply the footwork. And then you have the, the um, north node is in Taurus at 4 degrees. That is a Venus energy. I love, I want to be loved, I want it, can I have it, can I put it on, can I smell it? All that, you got to feel, feel it, feel it. Like Michael Jackson said, feel the deep, right? Then we have Mercury and Taurus at 15 degrees. That is a Mercury to Mercury. That mm-hmm. is your thinking, the way that you're thinking. So get out of your own way and start putting down, write it on paper, write it, it's a tale, whatever you do, write it down. You have Uranus and Taurus at 17 degrees. That is also a Mercury thing. So if I see it, if I dream it, I own like Beyonce said, let's get to it and let's start getting information and get step, uh, footsteps and work and start making it to fruition. Now you have Venus and 10 degrees, Gemini. That is a Mercury energy too. So get your call, your people, up, your family members, or whatever you got to do and start speaking it. Speak it into existence. Will it to exist? Like you're willing that through the water. It's wiggling, it's angling. Will it into existence? You have Mars at 12 degrees, Cancer, right? That is a Pluto energy. So it's transforming what you are speaking, what you are saying, and what you are feeling. So if you really want this to be a good solar eclipse, well, start writing it down. Be up at 4 o'clock in the morning, write yourself down so you can feel it by, by 2 or 3 o'clock the transformation starts to happen. And then last but not least, you have the south node at 4 degrees Scorpio. Well, that energy, too, is a Pluto energy. So if you want to transform, so something will be transforming no matter what happens in your life, that you feel it that day of, weeks down the road, or months down the road. You need to write that out and write it every day. And write it every day until it comes to play. So that's what I'm saying. So apply the footwork and do the work and speak it when you're in the car, when you're driving, when you're talking, conversation. Just keep bringing it to life. And that's what I got to say. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. I say. Yeah. I say. Well, well, thank everyone for joining us today. Very enlightening. I look forward to uh, doing this again. We're going to keep it going. And uh, yes, we'll talk uh, uh, again soon. And better love to everyone. I say. I say. Bless you, Thank you, Beverly. The yield and the fecundation. Oh, yeah. Japrit to be forgiven.
Love you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.